The David Webb Show on Sirius XM Patriot. Gordon Chang is on the line with us, our Asia expert. And Gordon, uh, you know, a lengthy discussion with uh, Dean Pops and Jeff Green on China. You, of course, the author of The Coming Collapse of China. But we face a significant threat. It's not just bacon. It's not just buying our patents. And what's, well, what's number one on your list tonight? And we'll work from there. Gosh, David, it's really hard to figure out what's at top of the list because there's so many things. I mean, there are two things that really strike me. One of them, of course, is the cyber attack campaign, which is not just against the Defense Department and defense contractors, but it's also against plain vanilla companies, foundations, the free press, media, um, NGOs, even individuals. So this is really broad-based, unprecedented. And then the second thing is China grabbing territory away from the Philippines, trying to take the Senkaku Islands from Japan, putting its patrols deep into Indian-controlled territory. This is just naked aggression, and it's got to stop. And the United States needs to be uh, needs to be much more uh, explicit, needs to be much more public in telling the Chinese that they cannot use their military to enlarge their country. Well, that's the question I would ask, Gordon. Are we really going to tell them? You know, I, I, you know, I, I don't see it. I, I, it's not a matter of not liking President Obama. It's a matter of looking at his experience the, you know, not the experience of those experts in the Pentagon and our longtime military who, advi- who give advice, whether it's taken or not, but the leadership in Washington and in some cases the corporate leadership, but more the leadership in Washington doesn't seem qualified or capable. No, they're not capable of defending us. And, and this really is a problem. You know, it, to their credit, for instance, Secretary of State Kerry will, on occasion, in a soft voice when no one is looking, will say that the United States will protect the Senkaku Islands, which are Japanese in the East China Sea, and the Chinese have been sending their patrols into Japanese territorial waters to try to grab them away from Japan. But on the other hand, what we really need to hear, because this has gotten very serious, is we need to hear the President of the United States say to the Chinese in public, in strong terms, that would remind us of Ronald Reagan, that the Chinese will not profit from aggression. And we have not heard that. And well, we're not going to hear that. I mean, this is not a President, Gordon, who's going to stand up, as Ronald Reagan said, when asked what happens with the Soviet Union. He said, we win, they lose. Yeah, uh, this, this is this president just isn't there. He isn't there. And also, you know, if we learn from Politico today that on the most critical issue, which is cyber uh, hacking, um, which most people have been focusing on, they're saying that President Obama is not going to impose any disincentives on the Chinese for this unwarranted campaign. You know, this is just striking. This is the biggest transfer of wealth, the biggest theft in history, and the president's not going to do anything about it. I hope that Politico statement is wrong. I hope the president does find his courage to tell the Chinese that they must end it. But on the other hand, you know, all the indications are is that he's going to shy away from a confrontation where we're right, they're wrong, there is no excuse for what they're doing. Well, I mean, and, and why should we believe in it? it? Believe this president would do that. Let's look at the history from the corporate side, Gordon. My guest, Gordon Chang, gordonchang.com, an author of The Coming Collapse of China. This is a president whose car czar, Steve Ratner, sold out GM, which still owes us over $35 billion, 
which is collecting interest, by the way, owed to the Chinese because they'll begin importing Chinese manufactured cars to the U.S. I mean, how are we to believe it when the very people that work for him are helping to sell America out to China? Yeah, this is this is really a problem. And, and this is a failure of the American business establishment to understand not only what's good for the country. I mean, it's also what's good for them, because China is not going to give them a fair shake. So, for instance, the automotive rules, you talk about GM, the automotive rules are skewed so much in favor of domestic companies in China and skewed against the foreign companies. And, of course, you know, we have open borders. So, you know, the Chinese close their market um, in a way which is really quite insidious. And we open up our market and we're going to start to see Chinese vehicles on our road. It's already starting in Long Beach where they're importing these electric buses at the cost of $1.1 million a bus. Can you believe that, David? $1.1 million a bus from China. Um, and this is just nuts. It, it, $1.1 million. Maybe it's $1.2. No, no, just stop at the fact that you're talking about a million-dollar bus when we can manufacture and have for each. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, this is this is really silly. I mean, I mean this, 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 is, this is not time. silly. This is stupid economics. Yeah, this is stupid economics. What's happening, and, and this is a really complicated story, but the point is that we're importing these electric buses from Shenzhen. Um, these are not going to be a net plus for our environment or for the world's environment, for that matter. And government subsidies um, are just making it possible for the Chinese to sell in our market. The Chinese don't give subsidies for American manufactured vehicles to be sold in China. Well, why are we giving American subsidies for Chinese vehicles?